Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. They say that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But in the case of Derek Kaufman, the apple rolled all the way to L.A. The one thing Derek and his mother share in common, however, is the love for breaking news. TMZ is breaking news faster than the New York Times. So sit back and enjoy the news from Hollywood as only the Kaufman family can bring it. All right, and uh, I'm pleased to have my son join me right now to talk a little celebrity gossip. How you doing, kid? I'm hanging in there. It's, uh, you sound like you're you're facing a Valentine's Day hangover. You got too much chocolate? <laughs> I'll tell you, I got so many, you know, uh, things, uh, chocolate-covered strawberries and flowers and jewelry. Well, you, just... you wound up my you wound up my kids, I should say. You gave, <laughs> you sent chocolates, and Carter and Nixie were bouncing off the walls. So uh, let's uh, let's let's pump the brakes on the candy next year. <laughs> I did. Listen, how can I not send my kids a Valentine? That's crazy. <laughs> you know, their parents are supposed to dole it out in small portions, but that's okay. So that's right. <laughs> we we have a whole cupboard full of uh, your past treats that we slowly dish out over the course of the year. <laughs> All right. Well, so much crazy stuff going on in L.A., not that it's not usually crazy stuff going on in L.A., but I love the story that was on TMZ about this palatial place in Vegas that Rihanna, what, did she rent that? I mean, or did she build it just for a week? Yeah, it was it was nuts. It was actually in Arizona where she was preparing for her big Super Bowl uh, halftime show, oh, right. and it's gorgeous. But I will say it was eighty five thousand, or sorry, five hundred thousand dollars. It was eighty five thousand dollars a night to stay there. She booked it for six nights, so it came to around five hundred ten thousand dollars. And it's big and it is beautiful. It's got a pool. It's got the fountains and everything, but. My goodness, the Super Bowl rates really kick up because it's only five bedrooms, five bathrooms, and sixty four hundred square feet, which is massive. Don't get me wrong; it's got the wine cellar, all the all the toys, but eighty five grand a night—that is a steep, steep price. Who knows if Rihanna actually paid for it or if uh, Roger Goodell cut the check to have her at the halftime show? But it's a nice, it's a nice place for ASAP and the baby to hang out. Or Jay Z. Uh, you know, he, he <laughs> exactly. You could have yeah. some good parties there. Although yeah. the big wine cellar, I'm not sure how much use it got because she was pregnant, and that was the big takeaway from the halftime show. Is she had that unbuttoned? I don't know what it is, like a bomber suit, and <laughs> 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 showing off her pregnant belly. Well, and I kept saying with the uh, you know the Biden administration shooting things out of the sky that they don't know what they are. She's lucky when she descended that an F-16 didn't get her. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. <laughs> what did you think of the halftime show in general? Did you Were you disappointed? Did you like the performance? Did you think it was too raunchy when she sort of touched her crotch? There were a and lot then, of stories about her touching her crotch and then her smelling her fingers and stuff. So I was yeah. like, oh, this doesn't seem Super Bowl appropriate. No, but they haven't been Super Bowl appropriate in years. So um, you'll be surprised to hear this. I didn't watch it, you know. Uh, it's just it's not I can't I just you know I can watch the game I can watch some of the commercials and even the commercials weren't that good this year in my opinion but listen um, the, the, 
those songs, you know, her first hit song was offensive to me, but I like Rihanna. I think she's talented. I just, you know, it wasn't enough to make me watch the halftime show. I do. I, look, she didn't have any celebrity guests, but she has such a deep catalog that I have to say, I enjoy, I enjoy knowing every song that they're playing. And there's not yeah. many bands or performers that can do that. You know, the Rolling Stones can do that where you just know every song uh, and Rihanna was sort of that way. But oh, they're not together. yeah, I agree. A little lackluster overall. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you, who's going to replace Ryan Seacrest and why would he walk away from this gold mine? So we know all about this because we are, you know, we, we're very close. Our sources with Ryan are very, very close. <laughs> um, and he's just over living in New York, basically. Uh, he's such an L.A. guy. He's had the show on Kiss FM uh, out here. He does American Idol. Living in New York the past six years has taken a toll on him. You know, he's, he's initially planned to stay there for three years and do this as a stint. But it's a grind to do a daily show like this. And being in New York, those winters are tough. So he actually... Uh, wants to come back to California, continue doing American Idol, continue doing his radio show, and he's really into olive oil. So it's a huge culture in like Santa Barbara and Napa. If you're not into drinking wine, you go to these olive oil tastings and talk about the grassy notes and all sorts of things uh, with olive oil rather than with wine. That's what he loves. So, yeah. you know, he might be entering a new phase where he's slowing down just a little bit. He's the new Dick Clark, so he'll always stay busy, but. I don't know that he wants to be as busy as he's been uh, on on uh, the Kelly Ripa show. Now, who are they bringing in, you ask? They're bringing in her husband, Mark, Mark Consuelos. Consuelos? Who, that's right. They're, he is going to be the co-host, at least for the short term. I'm not sure if that'll be a permanent thing or if they're just trying it out. But he's going to come on. And they have a, a steady Instagram presence where they're sort of a kooky couple. You know, she's... She's very vivacious, and he's sort of the setting influence, and, you know, they're very uh, young at heart, and they, you know, have all sorts of banter with their kids. So it'll be interesting to see if it transitions well on screen. You know, he's, a, uh, you know, been on soap operas for a very long time himself, so he's comfortable on camera, but we'll have to see if the chemistry is uh, that they have as a couple translates on screen. Yeah, it's not often that couples are able to pull that off, actually. But we'll see. I mean, you know, I was talking earlier about, uh, you know, these new AI chatbots that end up, you know, saying, I want to be human. And I talked about the Kubrick film, 2001, A Space Odyssey. And I said, you know, when you think about, uh, you know, when I saw that movie 50 years ago, I was scared at the thought of an artificial, you know, a computer talking, Hal talking. And now, you know, now, the, you know, it's really happening, you know, and, and it's kind of. <laughs> We're kind of here. You didn't, think, you didn't think Hal would actually be part of your life? You thought that. That menacing red dot would just be the stuff of science fiction, and we're we're kind of here. I wouldn't say I'm scared. I'm I'm energized by Chat GPT and and things like that. But there's there's a there's a there's a sinister side to it that we'll have to see how it plays out. But right now, it's just great. If you uh, lawyers are using it, I, I get all sorts of uh, help helpful things. I'm worried my daughter will write all her book reports on it someday. Uh, but other than that, I don't have too much anxiety right now. Your daughter wouldn't do that. <laughs> she, she likes she's very creative i you know your son will definitely do that but that's a whole <laughs> that's right no 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 laptop for carter and no laptop right 
What happened with Bruce Springsteen? What you- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. He just like tossed his guitar. What happened? So Bruce was on stage and he does this thing during his concerts where this one was in Atlanta. And when he's done, he strikes this pose and he tosses his uh, guitar to like a tech on stage. And usually the toss is very clean and the guy catches it and everyone's okay. This time he chucked it and the guy got beamed right on the head. And it's an electric guitar, you know, they're not that light. It looks like he got conked pretty good. Bruce (laughs) goes to sort of check on him and it seems okay. Uh, But it's sort of a funny scene because this guy catches this thing virtually every night. This is something that Bruce Springsteen does all the time. But the one time he misses, he's now immortalized on the Internet, uh, getting conked on the head uh, with a guitar. Yeah. And well, I don't understand what the point is in throwing the guitar unless you're like, like I know people throw jerseys into crowds so that they get to keep the jersey, but he's not even throwing the guitar to people. No, he's like throwing it to a tech and he could say, man, heads up. But apparently no one is blaming Bruce because he does this all the time. So it's the guy is sort of uh, taking it on the chin as I, I should have caught it. I always do catch it. But man. It's not a good day at work when you get concussed by an electric. No. But all's well that ends well. No word on how he's doing. I'm guessing he's okay because even in the video you see him sort of dazed but get up, but sort of a funny moment, and uh, hopefully everything's okay. All right, last uh, last question. Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry. I mean, that has to be one of the most beautiful couples on earth, right? Yeah, they're stunning. And, and, yeah. and Orlando Bloom, you know, he's shirtless on the cover of this flaunt magazine, and he is unbelievable. This guy's in his mid-40s, I think on the wrong side of his mid-40s. I think he's right. around 46 years old. He's ripped. Uh, he's in this relationship with Katy Perry. They have a kid together. But he says, you know, it's tough. They are in different worlds. You know, Katy Perry does her American Idol hosting. She's obviously a, an incredible musician. And he's in a different world with movies and dramatic acting. And he talks about how his quote is getting a lot of pickup because he says, sometimes things are really, really, really challenging. And he puts three reallys in there. And then uh-huh. all of a sudden you're thinking, is there trouble in paradise? Because I won't lie, we battle with our emotions and creativity. You know, we were speculating, what does he mean by this? Is there trouble in paradise? I don't think so. I think he's just sort of like externalizing of his thoughts on, you know, differences that couples have in a long-term committed relationship, and they're in different worlds. And yeah. it's hard to communicate sometimes. And anyone who's in a marriage or in a long-term relationship can tell you uh, the three reallys were very merited, <laughs> even in a healthy relationship. Yeah, well, and, you know, they're, they're, every couple goes through it, and I think TMZ put it best. They said they're, they're like your average couple, uh, except they're way richer and way better looking. <laughs> That's right. There's a lot of things to be happy about. They they have their struggles, but man, when you've got uh, untold riches, uh, it, it sort of buffers some of the tough times, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would say so. All right. Well, thank you for the update on all these stories. Always appreciate our time with you. You uh, go ahead and have a great weekend. Sounds good. Take care, everyone.